0: Welcome to Communities Building Homes, a new podcast brought to you by Community Led Homes, North Yorkshire and East Riding. In this podcast, we're meeting people who are at the forefront of doing, supporting and enabling communities to make great housing, building new homes or refurbishing old buildings, people who are truly making homes to live in and meeting local housing need. I'm journalist and presenter Peg Alexander. My guests on this podcast are James Hartley and Ryan Jeffers. James and Ryan are from Latch, Leads Action to Create Homes, a charity which refurbishes derelict and rundown houses, making homes for people who are homeless or in housing need. But what's more, most of the renovation work is done by Latch staff and volunteers. So people are getting houses they can really call home and are getting support to help them make a fresh start but also unemployed people are getting skills and training which helps them make a fresh start too now i'm afraid to say that when we started to record the podcast tech gremlins got in the way so we ended up at the last minute having to record in person but it was a terrible day there were storms lashing down We ended up sitting at opposite ends of a room recording at rush hour with big windows open to make it COVID safe. So sadly, the traffic and the storm have made it onto the recording, especially when Ryan is talking. But I'm really hoping that even with all this background noise, you will still be inspired by what both James and Ryan tell us about the way that their work and Latch changes lives. James and Ryan, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hello,
0: Payne. Hi, so we might have a bit of noise as we're having this podcast. We've got the windows all open. We're at opposite ends of the room from each other. Um, people have to bear with us if we hear the noise of the traffic outside. Um, James, let's just start by uh, kind of saying hello to you. You're the CEO of Latch, but and you've worked for Latch for many, many years, but you actually started life as a bricklayer yourself, didn't you?
1: Yeah, that's right. My uh, I started in construction at the age of four because my dad had his own business. So that's pretty good. Working.
0: That's going so major problems. Yeah, problem.
1: I'm not that old, but might look it. But yeah, so I've always been involved in construction and worked as a bricklayer. And the job at Latch was my dream job because it enabled me to apply my skills but also to help people change their lives, as much Latch does. Yeah. And I've you know was in started 20 odd years ago and that was great. It's still great today. Luckily, Do I you know
0: what? We haven't got cameras on here, but if people could see the smile on your face as you're talking I, about how much you love your job.
1: I said it was my dream job when it started. It's not been a dream for 20 odd years. There's been some nightmares along the way, but overall, <laughs> but crucially today, I now sort of paper shuffle and read emails and youngsters, young lads like Ryan have come along to take over and make us better than we've, we've ever been. So Yeah, I mean, you're dealing with that. them.
0: The money and all that side. Ryan, <laughs> yeah. you're a property refurbishment worker. Yeah. Uh, you're fairly new to Latch yourself and you started as a trainee here, didn't you? Haven't been unemployed. Tell yeah. us a bit about your kind of journey.
2: So I was obviously did personal training beforehand, but through lockdown, couldn't be able to do that when the gym shut down. And then this woman that I know from the community rung me up and was like, there's a, cost, there's a cost going two days a week. But I wasn't doing anything, so I just thought, oh, yeah.
0: But had it, you done, because he was your personal trainer, and I can obviously tell looking at you that you were a personal trainer, I have to say, but, you know, if you were doing that, had you done anything like building work or no, anything no, I like I that was, before?
2: I was the who can afford to get, get this job done. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I was. Who can afford to get this job done?
0: Yeah, so, so this woman, she said to you, what, did you fancy going on the training course? Yeah,
2: because she, she used to support me a lot when I was younger. Yeah. She was just like, there's a course, I was like, oh yeah, I'll do it. Went down and everybody was just nice. So it just made me comfortable.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and from then you literally, you've been learning all the really practical building skills. Yeah. Yeah, what sort of skills have you been learning?
2: So I've done, when I first got here, it was digging. (laughs) And then (laughs) I think i picked up plastering first, the best, and I've done a bit of joinery. Tile, put in a kitchen last week and tiled, tiled it, and then I tiled the bathroom today. Cool.
0: Fair. Oh wow! Excellent. Yeah. And I know you're. You know you 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 made it through the grade. If you like, you've ended up getting the uh, permanent contract. We'll come back to to what that feels like. James, talk to us a bit about the fact that this is so integral to Latch's work. It's not just that you're creating homes as a charity and you're creating them in in. In areas of Leeds that really needs those homes. But you've also making sure that people are getting skills along the way.
1: Yeah, through creating homes, we've maximised the impact that that can have on people's life, both for the homeless person even into it, but also people like Ryan. And of the staff we have today working alongside Ryan, many of them have been on the same, same journey as Ryan with few or no skills and have developed him with Latch mm. and then they're now mentoring Ryan and Ryan in the future will hopefully mentor mm. others and Latch will grow and do more and more and he's um, he made a real big impact and impressed from day one and we're really pleased to have him.
0: How, how difficult is that in reality because Ryan you've just said you know yourself you picked up the phone you called someone if you yeah. wanted something doing but you've got to not just support the people that are training, you've also got to deliver quality homes as well because you've got contracts, you've got commitments, you, you you know, you're not talking shoddy work. So how difficult is that yeah, for you as an organisation to manage?
1: Yeah, you're trying to get a balance between the experience of Ryan so it's slow enough for him to develop skills and experience, but that the, the quality is good as well. Mm. So what makes that work is the staff that we have around Ryan who are professionals who have got the experience. I've been on Ryan's journey, so they're kind of good at mentoring and supporting and encouraging and you know um, we set high standards and we we deliver high standards and we support people to help them do that but we acknowledge that they're not going to be there from the start so we try and balance off those priorities and usually we get it right But
0: so that's having the professional staff who have got the skills working alongside people was it harder than you expected Ryan I mean has it been more of an eye opener or is it something that's just felt really natural
2: I think if them that didn't make me feel so comfortable it would have been harder but yeah. I remember coming when I first got here and I was screwing a ceiling, screwing a screw to a ceiling. Yeah, but the school kept falling off my drill.
0: Oh, well, was, that's, yeah, I'm the same with that. They fall like, off all the Yeah. Time, and I, was, don't
2: I? I was like, and it was like, <laughs> calm down, it's all right, it's yeah. all right. And then now I do 100 a minute.
0: Yeah, and then you're straight <laughs> in there. Yeah, I mean, I guess that that's just what James was saying that what, what feels like is probably really important for you is having the skilled experienced staff who are also understanding and able to work with people yeah, and uh,
2: everybody's taught me their way and told me to choose my way of doing things okay so I've learned some of everybody everybody I've worked with yeah so it's been good
0: so you're doing are you doing across the whole range of things then from as you say from tiling building
2: yeah joinery uh, plastering,
0: plastering
2: yeah everything how's
0: your plastering going because that just looks yeah. to me like I have to say, when I see people plastering, oh, the fact that thunder's just happened. If anyone sound can hear effects. thunder, yeah, do you know yeah. what sound of It's summer. The, the rain's absolutely come out of nowhere, hasn't it? And going back to plastering, when I watch people doing plastering, it looks to me like the most satisfying job in the world.
2: And until you go over it and then it drags and then you've got little uh, marks on it. Yeah. Or if you, I kept doing, having my trowel and then going to go put some more plaster on and then knocking the wall. Yeah. And I leave a big bit in the wall <laughs> and have to go back
1: over it.
0: But then of course that's the thing, isn't it? I guess if do that, you know, nobody's gonna get annoyed, are they?
1: Yeah. that's it. You 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 have to have a go and like what yeah. Ryan's proven is is if you have to do it again and again and again mm. to get good at it, and that's anything. And what's sad about for many people is is because they can't do something straight away, Give they up. pull away from it. And it's a lesson for all of us, I think, is, is that you get good by doing it. And do. we'll be inept at things when we start, but we get better and to keep at it.
0: And if we're terrified of making a mistake, you never learn. You can't learn, can you?
1: And that's where a supportive atmosphere and inclusive atmosphere is really important for people like Ryan. So the other people, you know, we have people from various ethnic backgrounds, diverse communities. We have women working on the projects on site as well. So the idea is, is to create a a nice, welcoming, positive atmosphere because that's how we'll get the best out of each other and everybody.
0: Does anybody go on to live in the homes who are refurbing them?
1: Not not much anymore. Normally, the, the housing need is the priority for people who apply to us because they're desperate in housing. Mm-hmm. So we are given the option to engage if the timing's right on the properties, but it's something we did historically rather than currently. Yeah. So it's a bit separate, is the housing thing, because there's desperate housing need and training are kind of separate. Although people who become tenants can join the training schemes and participate in activities subsequently, which is a part of their and I guess once people
0: us. are settled, they've got some settled housing, they've got the support that I know that you offer here on top of the housing. Yeah. It must be a lot easier then to say I'm feeling ready to go yeah. on the scheme. Yeah,
1: our thinking on that is is the house is a foundation for you to address other issues that have led you being be enormous, be it family, mental health, drug, alcohol addiction issues, but also employment and training, so you can access it then. Rather yeah. than while he's still inadequately housed.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously that's not your story, Ryan, because you know, you, you know, you've come from being a personal. It's still a personal trainer as no, well.
2: Some that I just train people when I want.
0: When I oh, okay, yeah, yeah. When but, I'm you know journey. you've come through a different route. Um, how 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 important has it been to you that you've been able to go? Do you know what? I can learn something new. I can start again. I can. Do a new career because it's it's a very different thing. Personal yeah, training, it's been very good. It.
2: And even like, whereas personal training, it was like, "Oh, being big," my sons will be like, "Oh, I want to be big." Yeah. But now they're like, "Oh, I want to f- fix things like you now." So oh. my sons are seeing it now a bit. So it's it's nice.
0: That must be amazing. Yeah. That, how old are your sons? Twelve and ten. Yeah. You see, that must just be amazing yeah. to know that they're looking and saying, "I want to, I want to be able to fix yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. like you." Yeah. Has it? Has it? What other effects has it had on your life? Being able to be part of a project where you're learning new skills, and you also know that you're you're getting you're giving homes to people. That that is really something Very else, satisfying. isn't it?
2: Very satisfied. Makes me smile.
0: Yeah. Does it? Does it? Does it really make extra proud of what yeah. you're doing? Yeah. yeah. And what about the people that you know you've been able to to give homes like I, to? Like even
2: like. Down to walking around and everyone saying, "Oh, I've seen, I've seen, well done." Yeah. It's just a nice feeling. Or oh, when we finished that project on one two six, and the, everyone was happy down there.
0: Yeah. but well, you, li- you lived quite locally. Yeah, you? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I just lived around here. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So, so that that whole thing of it being part of the community yeah. that is your your home yeah, as well yeah, yeah. is really important.
2: Doing it all on, my t- on turf, nice. Yeah. Very nice.
0: Really, really nice. Um, James, let's come back to talk about some of the more boring aspects. I could carry on talking. To, I'm sorry. I could yeah, I've got the boring bits covered. Yeah, yeah. I could quite easily just ignore you and carry on chatting to Ryan. To be quite it honest. wouldn't be the first time. Um, <laughs> and, and we've both got Leeds United T-shirts on, but yeah. we obviously won't mention that. Um, <laughs> let me just ask you a bit about some of the... the boring is the wrong phrase, but you know, obviously I think people listening to this podcast are going to be other projects, maybe community projects that don't do housing or maybe... Other community-led housing projects that are interested potentially in yeah. in getting trainees. Where do you get your money from? Where does how how does this all stack up? Because obviously it's going to cost you to have trainees yeah. as well.
1: There's we, we have two strong advantages really at Latch because we own quite a large number of properties. We're able to secure loans against them, which you've bonds. got
0: loads of properties. I mean, last year and during pandemic, you even started 18, didn't
1: you? Yeah, so, yeah, we, we've about 90, it changes every day, about 96 now. Yeah, yeah it's a be- of which five are waiting to be worked on, and Ryan's working on one of them now. So the money for them is loans and grant, really, right? But we've just innovated around the community share issue, we've just raised mm-hmm. 300. £50,000 in 10 days for a community share issue.
0: My goodness, because last time we spent that yeah. you, quite, you yeah, had not quite... I thought invested,
1: in Peg, and put the... Uh, if uh, only
0: I had that. <laughs> uh, I do like to invest in a community share issue, yeah. but I can tell you I'm right at the bottom end of, yeah, of same what put yeah. In.
1: yeah, so yeah, within 10 so you've days... So you hit for, your
0: target already? Yeah, and, yeah, and, so we're
1: going above it. So that will form with other bits of funding grant, and possibly some loan the next stage. But the, the money's crucial for it. But, you know, the money is a means to an end, which is Ryan and the people that we house and creating the homes. And as I've said before, there's like um, 3,000 long-term empty property in Leeds. And despite the councils mm. and our best efforts, that number needs to be chipped away as best we can. Yeah. And us getting money and support will help do that.
0: Yeah. And that's
1: our um, what we're motivated by.
0: I mean, you're working in the areas, Hare Hills, Chapel Town and Burley. Yeah. um, You know... Uh, Areas that the council will say on the list of areas of deprivation in in the city, how and you're obviously housing quite vulnerable people in the housing. How's that been with the communities in those areas feeling yeah. about the work that Latch is doing? Yeah,
1: well, I think our arrival in the community is probably welcome because there's been a long term empty property there. We always notify all the neighborhoods that were there what we're here yeah. to do, telling the story, and then our tenants move in. Now, our tenants can be problematic at some times, but what's crucial to make it work is every tenant has a support worker. So if our tenants are having difficulties both in terms of with neighbours and the community, we're right in there because we not only do we respect our tenants and want them to succeed, we have a lot to the community. So we take that really seriously and do engage if there are issues. And it's similar if our tenants are having problems fitting in the community, we'll try and ease that around. So we do take that very seriously and do everything we can. But it is the real world, so stuff happens, but we deal with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know it's you know on your website you're very clear to tenants. If you come and join and you get housing, you've got to play your part as well. Yeah. You know? You've got to pay your rent, you've got to behave. Given that community element is really important, you live round here. Were you aware of Latch's work then before you found out about the scheme? Yeah,
2: my sister was with Latch a couple of years back. So I didn't know about I I didn't know about all the schemes that they do, but yeah. I knew of them. I knew, and i obviously I've always walked past here, so yeah. I've seen
0: it. So what did your sister do then?
2: Um, my I think she was a single mom. Okay, yeah. so yeah, she, she got help.
0: She's ten. Wasn't she? she got a family, life, yeah. time yeah. So um, so for your family then, knowing there's an organisation that is housing people must feel really that must just make it feel even extra special for you. Yeah. Like
2: when I, if I go home with storage, my sister can. Oh yeah, I know, I know him. He used to come to fix fix in my house. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 so
0: yeah, 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 brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So for yourself then, Ryan. I mean, you've you've now moved on from being a trainee. Um, you've now moved into being permanent member of staff. Um what what's kind of like on your radar yourself? What what do you want there's there particular areas that you want to develop more into or
2: uh joinery a bit more. because well, 'cause I've seen like you can go into somewhere and like even like this downstairs, the offices downstairs. If I went there by myself I'd have to be with someone like, What do you think? Do you think of that? Yeah. Whereas these others can go and do it. So I could go into a room and throw a plaster on the wall by myself no problem
0: yeah
2: I could tile by myself no problem but I'd have to be with someone to do certain jobs with joining uh-huh.
0: yeah yeah so still kind of still very yeah, much getting yeah I'm just getting it but that's pretty quick that's pretty quick if you can already tile and do that sort of yeah. stuff on your, on your own that is that is pretty quick mm. yeah was it quite mm. hardcore then the training course do
2: you know not really I think my best way of learning is someone showing me and then me just doing it yeah. So that's what, when I was working with them, like they just let me go do it. Mm. If I needed them, just, just call me.
0: Come on, James, James isn't, pretend he's not here, right? Come on, what what did you mess up big time then? Do you know what?
2: <laughs> I didn't actually mess up.
0: Oh. Because
2: about, like I said, if if I did, I did more in 126, I did loads of plastering. Yeah. So that's how I got it so fast. So I I was with Andrea plastering,
0: uh-huh. and
2: she'd just be like, this do it. Just go. Just, just do it. Just, just do go. it. Yeah. And then, I'd, by the time you know it, I just I get there because I used to get there a bit early in the morning, and I just start. I just start by myself and. Just,
0: wow. Out of them um, one to ten, how much do you love doing this job? Nine. Wow. Well, that's that's pretty good. What did you think it would be before you started it? Then did you think it would you know be what? this good? Like
2: I said, these lot have always been. Everyone's been very nice from the start. Yeah. so, I can just I not We weren't in the office then, so I didn't have to worry about nobody else.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so it's always been
2: all right.
0: Do you know what though, James? That's pretty good to have a member of staff saying nine. Yeah, nine out we're, we're settled
1: for that. We've a bit of work to do, aren't we? But I think we can get him to a ten in next like six months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you set the target high like now? That. You no, know.
2: I all my other jobs, it was like, gotta go to work. Got to go to, work. You've got to go work. I can. I'm gonna learn something different.
0: Brilliant. So what what would you come? What would you say to anyone then who is listening, James, from uh, say another uh, either a community led housing scheme or another community organisation that's listening to this, hopefully feeling uh, as inspired as as I felt listening to you both. What would you say to them about the challenges, the things that are easy, and and also your advice to them?
1: Yeah, I think you, the, the word that came to mind is don't underestimate the challenge, but mm. crucially the satisfaction of getting it done. I've been with Latch when we had 20 properties, so I've seen 70 new properties. So I'm perhaps a little bit jaded than I used to be halfway through the journey, but it's an incredible the impact that you can do, but it is difficult to do. And the key challenge for us all is, is finance, financial yeah. resources and how we can do that. So you need to be imaginative, and the share issue has been a really good way of us doing it. But in Leeds, there's a lot of support through the local authority around grant funding and other elements mm-hmm. of work that we do. And of so course, was, you've
0: got Leeds Community Homes that brings, you know, it's is, is different to some other hubs and it? it was set up by like organisations, including Latch. Exactly. Uh, right from the start. I was
1: just going to turn to that. There is there is knowledge and expertise there available to people to link up to and get the advice that they could need to start mm-hmm. with. And Latch, you're always prepared. Anyone who's listening and wants to chat to Latch, we have to share all our information and in intel as we have it as much as it is because we, we want to see people do it with us alongside us because there's more, more needs to be done than we can do on our own.
0: And I know this is probably a bit of um, asking asking the obvious on this one, given that you just said within a week you managed to hit your target on your community share offer. But I mean, one there's another podcast, another episode in this podcast series all about community share offers. What would you say to anyone? Because obviously getting to the point of being able to launch it, there is a lot of work that goes
1: into that. Yeah. Yeah, we we were lucky that we got the uh, booster program grant uh, development grant, around 10 grand, which enabled us to buy in the expertise. Mm -hmm. I was talking to this one, some reason, about uh, some sort of mentoring scheme where groups that are looking at it could speak to people like Latch, Leeds Community Mm -hmm. Owns, demystify it a little bit so they're probably not as scared as I once was before I started it and then see its viability. And I think because if you're into property, it works with property because you have an asset and a possible revenue that works. So, yeah, look into it. There's a lot of information It could be a way forward. And it does, you know, we're, we're looking to welcoming our 80 new investors into as members to both bring their, yeah. their money great, but also their energy and ideas for us to grow. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a good a good thing for Latch.
0: I mean, it feels to me listening to you that the heart of the ethos here at Latch is responsibility to the communities where you're based, engagement with the communities, but also there's an element of you, you, you're willing to take some risks, you're willing to get loan finance. You're willing to do community share offers in order to make yeah. new homes for people. It,
1: it's We have to take risks in that regard, but we know the, the they're mitigated by the fact there's lots of properties available. There's lots of demand for the properties. We, we advertise a property at 10 in the morning and it's overwhelmed by midday. The well, demand so is just know. incredible. So from a purely business point of view, it's always going to work if you can make the numbers work. But yeah, so, um, you know, we want to do it. We, it's, there's money, there's properties, but it's really about people and people like Ryan and all the hundreds of tenants that we've helped over the years and the changes that we've seen made. And that's what the people will actually do it for. And that's why when someone like Ryan Joyce is with is we welcome him, look after him and encourage him and he takes over from us.
0: So go on, you get the final word then, Ryan. Go on, sell it to us. Sell it if, you, if anybody else is listening thinking, could they do it? Just tell us what difference this has made you, for you. You're
2: never gonna know till you try. And if you fail, try again. And if you fail, try again. <laughs> That's all you can do.
0: And I guess you'd say to any organizations that are listening, come on, do it, do it. Yeah. Give people a chance.
2: Yeah, like, like James said, there everyone can work side by side. So it'll be good for good to get involved.
0: Tell you what, you've both been uh, an amazing inspiration, especially since we've, we've had to, we've had some issues with our technology and uh, kind of last minute. And I know you need to go and pick up your sons now, uh, Ryan. Thank you both so much for, for, for this time this afternoon. Yep, and I know right. people listening are going to be super inspired. I expect people ringing up asking for help and advice. Thank you both so much.
1: Yeah, thank, thank you. you, Peg. Nice to speak to you.
0: communities building homes is brought to you by community led homes north yorkshire and east riding they're at com homes n-y-e-r on social media that's com with one m the podcast was presented and produced by me peg alexander i'm at tv radio peg on social media